0: Hello dear people. Hello, it's Laura and Sosha. and in today's episode we're going to talk about workaholism when being productive starts to become an unhealthy habit. Yes, but we are going to start with our segments as always because we
1: love a good old routine and yeah, Laura, what is your sweet
0: and bitter of the week? My sweet of the week is that I got a new phone and I'm very happy for it because the last one, well, it was old <laughs> and now I can take beautiful pictures. And But I don't like the fact that my face doesn't look good in this phone because, I don't know, it just shows my pimples so much <laughs> and I hate it. Yeah, the
1: quality is too good. Yeah. And Laura has this old man case for her phone. Oh yeah,
0: because it's my dad's old phone and it looks like old dad's phone. <laughs>
1: yes. And my my phone case is like rainbow and yours like homophobic. <laughs> yes. I'm your daddy. <laughs> I love Pedro Pascal. He's like the second biggest love of my life because of Mats Mikkelsen is the first one. Yeah. Like the whole trinity in my life is Mats Mikkelsen, Pedro Pascal and <laughs> Plisiprosan. Okay. Guys. Yeah, old man gang. <laughs> anyway, uh, Laura, what about your Beatles?
0: Well, the worst thing that is going to happen this week is that I have to buy a new dress because I have some ceremonies in my family coming up and I have to buy a new dress and I hate it because, uh, well, I'm very, uh, very difficult to buy dresses with because I always look for something simple but with a twist. Yeah. And the market doesn't understand <laughs> my needs.
1: <laughs> yeah, I get it. And I am also looking so ugly in dresses. I actually tried to wear a dress today mm-hmm. and I, you know, put on the dress on me and <laughs> I almost cried. I looked so bad. I don't know why.
0: I'm not that ugly. <laughs> <laughs> just a little yeah so finding first. the right dress is just yeah. so bad how about you Zosha? sweets and bitters um okay so my sweet is
1: pretty simple but also as we talked about practicing gratitude um i'm thankful for all my friends who stay with me in the dark times i realize that i love my friends very much because they are I don't know, funny and they always eat something with me and it's very important for some reason. (laughs) And my bitter of the week is the fact that I don't have time to read and Laura is catching up with me.
0: I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm very sad
1: about it because I had like this... Few books more <laughs> than you, <laughs> and <laughs> now you're going to be faster than me, and I'm going to have.
0: I don't think it's <laughs> going to
1: happen. <laughs> <laughs> I have to concentrate on reading my textbooks for school, but a good side is I finally get to diagnose people for fun, which is, of course, for legal reasons, a joke, but you know <laughs> how it is. <laughs> yeah, and um, yeah, that's it. And uh, because. W- I have issues with reading Reading lately. (laughs) Uh, We are going to talk about Oscars because it's been a while, but uh, we didn't get a chance to talk about it. And it was the first Oscar ceremony in my life that was satisfying to me Mm -hmm. because I'm always so frustrated because I watch movies and I love movies and I choose movies and they never choose my movies. (laughs) <laughs> and this time they finally did they chose the everything everywhere all at, all at once and the whale and the um what is the english title okay so the title is all quite on the western throat uh front okay sorry and <laughs> i wanted this movie to win the best uh, pictures mm-hmm. um category because of how beautifully the um the monstrosity of war um is shown in opposite of the beautif- b- beauty of the nature you have mm-hmm. to watch this movie just for the pictures because they are stupid. or maybe read the book <laughs> no because what about the pictures <laughs> <laughs> stupid
0: <laughs> and I'm also the really... music mm-hmm.
1: Uh, they want the the music part, and there is not a lot of music in this in this movie, but there is there is this like very characteristic sound like dun, 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 mm-hmm. which is played um very often when the camera shows the main actor face mm-hmm. and it brings so many emotions to mm-hmm. you. and I was so glad that other people felt that as well,
0: and it's not just me because i'm I haven't watched this movie but me and Zosia watched The Whale in similar time. Yeah. And I loved it. I loved the story which was told there told there about how you can reconnect with your daughter and how you can fight yourself, your overweight, how you see your grief. And I loved how it was corresponding with the literature, how he was the whale, but he was also the captain and he was fighting in himself. I loved it. It was so, so great, so emotional. And I really enjoyed it. I felt like it was the movie, yeah, perfectly fitted for me. And I love that it used to be a play because... I don't know i loved it in the movie and so few actors i love when it happens when it's just a little amount of actors and that's why i also love going to the theater so yeah the it was very special to me
1: i loved the mental issues mm-hmm. uh, that were shown in this movie so well the binge eating problem which is not talked about much like mm-hmm. it's part of The eating disorders that uh, most people ignore. Like a lot of people think that eating disorders is just when you are skinny and have anorexia or bulimia and you are not eating or eating and throwing up. But the part when you are eating and you cannot stop eating, even if you want to, because you have like this voice in your head that says you have to eat, Mm -hmm. you have to eat. And even though it makes you sick, you, you are still eating, it's... So, I don't know. Everyone is silent about it, and this movie, like the whole movie, was silent. Like it was not loud, but it screamed mm-hmm. that the binge eating is a problem, and we should never ignore that. And also, the the relationship with the uh, the relationship between the father and the daughter was just so hard. Like you know, we
0: all felt bad for him, yeah. but at the same point he's, we he's, could see her yeah. point of view. Like, she
1: was so mean and you wanted to hate her, but you had to understand that sh- that she lost her father. Yeah. Her father... like He no, kind left. of
0: deserved this behavior yeah. at the beginning because she never got a chance to, to tell him in the face how much she hates the fact that he left her. Yeah, yeah it was really intense.
1: It was beautiful movie and yeah it deserved the oscars the brandon deserved the oscars and i wish that he would play in more beautiful and deep movies from now on yeah as he's back and sadie Singh played so good yeah like she did a great job she's becoming such a big Mm -hmm. actress and not a stranger
0: things kid it was really good the performance of her.
1: She's so beautiful. I love her. Anyway, <laughs> um, today's episode is going to be uh, about a workaholism, and it's a topic that's close to us because we are both workaholics. Yeah. <sighs> and so we want to put the disclaimer that we were researchi- researching the topic, and um, everything we say here we say with the knowledge that it's not easy to make changes yeah and sometimes you just don't feel the need to to make changes however we would like to show you and ourselves that um it's not
0: it's not safe to be a workaholic mm-hmm. because even um, though we have some kind of weird uh, cult of work.
1: Yeah, yeah, and people um, often say that they are workaholics and the bosses are like, yes, fantastic. Mm-hmm. He's going to work every second of his life and he will.
0: Yeah, and how workaholics are usually looking down at the other people that are not doing that much as they are doing. because yeah that's that's actually scary okay so for people who do
1: not know workaholism is um in general working excessive hours beyond workplace or financial requirements uh and thinking about work all the time and lack of work enjoyment and it's it's the fact that we should never underestimate the impact of workaholism because it is and we should always remember that an addiction
0: and addiction can ruin people's lives for example alcohol drugs of course but work has a huge influence on our physical our mental being and also well when you're working too much you're not spending time with people who you love then you're becoming a different person who constantly talks about work and it's tiring not only for you but for the others it's important to tell that workaholics have physical health as we spend most of our time at work and we are constantly under huge pressure and it's not only the pressure of a boss but we are putting this pressure enormous pressure on ourselves and workaholics develop medical problems including high blood pressure or physical pain and well when we are busy working we usually neglect or all those symptoms right our high cortisol level, which is the, uh, uh, like stress enzyme, right? Yes, yes,
1: yes, yes. Uh, it's
0: also not good for us. <laughs> it's not,
1: and you know the stress in influence our mental health, and being stressed all the time results in our, in us having um, developing anxiety, for example, mm-hmm. uh, getting easily irritated or mentally exhausted and also when we are so stressed and we put a huge pressure on ourselves and uh, for example our loved ones tell us to put some work on the side Mm -hmm. and spend time with them we can get angry because we have like this thing in our brain that says we have to do Mm -hmm. the things at the very this time (laughs) And yeah, every attempt to rest is followed by remorse and feeling guilty of not working. I have this, I have this kind of problem when uh, even though I find a little piece of time when I You're still rest, trying to do yeah. some
0: work, and yeah?
1: even though I'm not, for example, when I'm falling asleep, I'm thinking about the things I can do instead of sleeping. Uh-huh. And and or the
0: about the things you have to do tomorrow yeah. in the morning. And, oh, I also want to underline the fact that workaholism is not only about work because it's also about your degree, for example. Mm -hmm. Or, I don't know, your uh, internship or voluntary work. It's not only about making money and living because, uh, well, academic validation is also some kind of workaholism branch, right? When we're just trying to work so hard to be the best students because we believe we're better than others. And I also kind of believe that there may be some branch of workaholism. Yeah,
1: so it's, it doesn't have to be a job. It just has yeah. to be uh, work
0: being done. So we collected 10 signs of workaholism. And uh, you may answer those questions or we may answer those questions, right? Just yeah. to prove, because we know we're workaholics. We're s- I'm so sorry about that.
1: <laughs> and also uh, we will uh, put those questions on our Instagram, so you can check them out after the episode is out. Um, and you can check if you're a workaholic. I hope you're not. <laughs> okay,
0: Laura. Is work the most important thing in your life? No. Yes, Tosha? No. I said no. <laughs> I mean, it...
1: recently I thought that Okay, if I lost something, mm-hmm. like I said to you, that I'm going to focus on work. Mm-hmm.
0: Just work. So, yeah, yeah
1: it is kind of. No, not,
0: not for me, but it has become yeah. a very important part of my life. Uh, does working make you feel better at first? yes
1: Yes. (laughs) i feel so proud of myself when i do something and i finish something yeah but only at first because then i have like this feeling that
0: i have to do the next thing yeah the first thing in the morning when you do it's just done and you're happy but then there are 10 other things (laughs) and well
1: and do you need to spend more time working or get more done to feel better I don't know. It depends. When I'm feeling really sick with, I don't know, my depression, mm-hmm. then mm, maybe not. But uh, when I have like these feelings um, correlated to, I don't know, friendships or something that I lost, uh, then maybe, yeah, putting myself into work can mm-hmm. make me forget about the problems.
0: Yeah, th- with, with that I can agree, I can see myself uh, in it. But I don't know. Sometimes when I, by the end of the day I'm doing the checkup list, mm-hmm. or in my mind what did I do? And I'm happy with myself when the list is long. Yeah. And so I guess it may be the, the, the symptom.
1: Yeah, it might be. And <laughs> um, do you feel uncomfortable when you
0: are not working? Yes. Yes. Especially during holidays. And that's sick, because yeah. I have all the time in the world. I can read all of the books, watch all of the movies. I can go out. I can, I don't know, leave. And 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 then I'm thinking, what am I going to do? What am I supposed to do with myself? And I'm always trying to find something which I can do for uni, for example. That I can read a book or, I don't know, I can make myself a new timetable. It's, no. It's... We
1: are so sick.
0: So um... many red flags. <laughs> <laughs> Do you debate with yourself or people close to you about whether you're working too much? Oh my god, yes. (laughs) Um,
1: I'm not talking about it with other people. No, only on podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But with with myself, yeah. Mm -hmm. But then I'm telling myself to shut up and go back to work. We have a problem. We have a problem. Okay. Um, Have you tried to cut back on how much you work, but failed? No. (laughs) We have never even tried.
0: (laughs) No, no. Uh, Like, I I do something like that, that I'm cutting back off work, but I have this friend, and she's in the same situation as me. Mm -hmm. We're writing the same thesis, and... Sometimes she asks me, Are you doing the thesis today? And I say no and she says, Oh, okay, so I'm not doing it too. So it's a free day, it's mental health day and that's when I can cut back, but only if she tells me that she's not doing it too and I feel better about myself. No, but it is the red flag. <laughs> remember
1: when we resign from things, mm-hmm. it's it's resigning, it's cutting back. For example, when I couldn't do Japanese I just resigned, mm-hmm. and it was kind of healthy because I knew that I don't have time and I just can't do these things. Of course, then I found so...
0: Laura. I'm sorry, it's my mom.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, hi, mom. <laughs> um. Okay.
0: Mm Do you have internal pressures to continue working? Yes. Yes. But it's kind of... Well, we are young and we need to work in order to get experience, in order to get a better job, I guess.
1: In order to stay, stay alive.
0: Yeah. Yay, capitalism. <laughs> you
1: really popped up today. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have random thoughts about work when you are not working? All
0: the time. Yeah. All the time. Literally.
1: Just not when I'm fully distracted with something. Yeah, then i'm fine but i have to be stimulated from many things i don't Mm -hmm. know few people Mm -hmm. the tv and music the music and and
0: something in your hands yeah then maybe
1: (laughs) and do uh, do you work to the point where other parts of your life are struggling do you ignore the negative consequences of spending a lot of time working
0: I've never done it very like, very hard way, like I'm not, going to, I'm not going home because I have to work, mm-hmm. but sometimes I'm like, uh, "Wait, wait, I need to finish it, and mm-hmm. then I'll do the dinner, even if my boyfriend's starving, but I always want to get things done.:
1: I often resign from meeting up with people because mm-hmm. I have too much work, or I'm, uh, I know that I'll be too tired to work after that. So, yeah, I do sometimes. Mm -hmm. And maybe my social life is struggling. I don't know. (laughs) Do I care?
0: Feeling a void. Is there something that work is compensating for in your life that you think is missing? (laughs) A father. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think a lot of things, yeah. No, I don't think so. I don't feel like I'm missing anything right now.
1: I do. Like, whenever I feel like I'm missing something, I'm... I'm literally <laughs> doing something mm-hmm. to forget about it. And I have my motivational playlist and I have my Pinterest board, my big future. Mm-hmm. And um, I want to work for this future. So I have like this vision of mm-hmm. of my future and I have to do everything to have
0: it. And it mm, kind I of... I get it.
1: Yeah. And compensate something.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, in that case, I can... I can imagine myself in this situation. So I can fit your shoes.
1: <laughs> yeah, it also, you know, the questions kind of depend on how you interpret them, but mm-hmm. yeah. We will we will, you know, share them with you. And um, I wanted to sorry. say um as I uh, as I am a psychology major is that workaholism is strongly connected and related to perfectionism, and even though some people think that being a perfectionist is a good thing, is actually a dysfunction and people can become obsessed with the thought of being and doing everything perfectly which can lead to many disorders, for example eating disorders, and result in them living under huge
0: pressure they put on themselves. And sometimes also on the others, because for example Mm, I have a boss and sometimes he asks me to do the graphical projects for him and I love it, I feel great in graphics and design, it's okay. And he always makes the version about him. He, even if the version, my version is completely fine, is still aesthetic. He's always going to make some differences, and he's going to change so many things that it suddenly becomes not what I intended at the first place. i in the first place, and I'm always so annoyed because I know that my version is good and it was aesthetic, but he needs to change because it doesn't fit his version of aesthetic. So annoying don't be perfectionist i actually
1: uh tried to make um one image for the for our podcast instagram Mm -hmm. and i changed it three times because (laughs) the you know like the the setting no the the text wasn't Mm -hmm. in the middle like perfectly in the middle and I had almost a stroke because I was just trying my best for it to be perfect. But then I remember that your boyfriend thinks that the Instagram is pretty and I think it's a huge compliment. Yeah.
0: So maybe it does not have to be perfect, but she still try. And from fellow workaholics, we want to tell you the ways to overcome your workaholism. We agree to try to uh, use those ways in our lives and make our lives better. And the first one is to self-reflect. You need to think about it, about your behavior. If anyone has ever told you about the possibility of you being a workaholic, ask your close ones about their opinion, take quizzes online or contact your closest therapist.
1: <laughs> yeah, and you also have to understand, uh, you have to think about the reasons you feel the need to work other than providing money, of, of course, because, yeah, you know, providing money, getting through the year on u- university, it depends uh, if we are talking about a job or just work. And um, the reasons can be different. Like, for example, uh, it can be perfectionism or higher self-esteem or status or avoidance, something like you can use work to ignore your problems (laughs) (laughs) Uh, or just satisfaction. Maybe your satisfaction is sick and you should change your satisfaction
0: to something else. Sorry. Um, Laura, what else? And then you need to set your priorities. You need to think what is most important for you your degree or your mental health, or your friends or your family. And also, which part of your job is the most crucial and the one you want to achieve something more or just uh, become better in it.
1: Yeah. Um, the next thing is to set limits, set boundaries. As I love to repeat that, <laughs> uh, you have to be hard on yourself as you are starting. Uh, because you're kind of working on yourself. But don't be workaholic in it. <laughs> Set limit for hours you work per week. And do not cross those lines.
0: Yeah. And you have to be very... Strict uh, about it. Yeah. yeah. It's It was my mistake in my previous job. Because I wasn't very strict about it. And the boss was just throwing work at me when I wasn't at home. And I felt very bad about it.
1: And it will be hard. Because it's getting out of addiction. So. Yeah. Yeah, be
0: prepared for that. The other advice is to connect with your body because stress has such a huge impact on your body and you should connect with it again. For example, by using the Jacobson technique Zosha was talking about in the happiness episode. Yeah, it's a great technique.
1: <laughs> and, um, one thing that I believe it's actually quite helping is to make plans and you have to make intense plans for after work, something you cannot cancel. For example, you paid for it already mm-hmm. um, or you uh, you are, you know, with someone, so you cannot cancel because you made plans with them. Um, set up a date with your loved ones or go out to dinner with your friends Having intense plans can distract you from thinking about work. Yeah. As I as we said.
0: But we don't to... make your plans about work. No,
1: <laughs> it cannot be a work
0: party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, the advice which applies, I guess, to all of the other branches we are talking about. Seek help. Find a therapist. Ask your close ones or friends for support. This can help you a lot.
1: Yeah. And we have our fingers closed that you'll try to get out of your workaholism and you should have your fingers crossed so we, we, we also get speak. out. <laughs> <laughs> and our we'll be all happy and healthy. And yeah, that's what we wish you for the very next two weeks. See you. See you, bye.